In Dumeria, a land where adventuring is new, mysteries and curiosity await our dummies. So stick around to see what they will do. Welcome to Adventuring for Dummies. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Adventuring for Dummies. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Gary Feehan. I am the Dungeon Master and Weaver of Silly Little Storyline. Hi, I'm Dave McTighe and I'm playing the Elven Gunslinger, Darby Galandry Flashgear. And we're going to talk to some orcs about honey who don't deal in money. Oh, it's <laughs> rhyming. I'm into it. I'm into it. Uh, hi, I'm Dave McInerney, and I play Gwen Cobbleton, the Demiborn Wizard, the begrudging wielder of Shadowstake. Ooh. I'm uh, David Sheeran. I'm playing Ivor Ironclad, who currently wishes he could have deflected rejections for his pitch with the Cloudron. Uh, oh. My poor oh. boy, if I was there. <laughs> and I'm Billy Stewart, playing Stefan Shepard, human clerk barbarian, and his beloved pet coat, Ramsey, both looking forward to some sweet, sweet honey. Oh, sweet honey. Nice. Excellent. So yeah, I've, I've we not get... said this, but my ears still tense up waiting for the high-pitched clerk. <laughs> it's getting slightly easier, but I mean, like, so slight. My mm -hmm. my heart still, like, hugs Stefan every time I hear it at a normal pitch. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, my lungs are just enjoying this time in case anything happens to the shop. <laughs> um, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and employment hits you again. Um, but alas, he'll just be differently employed, you know. Not, differently you know, employed. Yeah, yeah. not. I love that. Differently employed. <laughs> yeah, differently employed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> love it. As an organization, we're moving away from unemployed. Aren't you differently employed? Differently employed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like you know, just because adventure doesn't exist in our world doesn't mean we're not doing it. You know, it's still kind of a thing, job thing. Yeah, I mean, Gwen and Ivar are fully unemployed. Technically. They're students, though, aren't they? Yeah, I feel like they haven't been in Spell yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. So it's just a midterm break they're on. It's fine. <laughs> Even though it's the start yeah. of the college season, but uh, it's not a midterm break already. <laughs> and, uh, what tuition fees? Yeah. What tuition fees? <laughs> Ivar is a rich boy, people. and Gwen got yeah. a scholarship, so they both don't have to care about intuition, please. So it's fine. We just we just scooch them a couple of years, or you know, whatever. It's fine. Move them around. Scooch yeah. Scooch them. Right. So everyone at home, we're off the rails already, um, but we will get back on some sort of railage now with the recap where we kick back into the story. So, insight. Awoken with a pull towards the laurel, Stefan met the Milishi tribe. A plains walking orcs with a penchant for honey and sweet things. Meeting with their leader, Blonid, the two shared a sense of familiarity as Ramdi as Ramsey stuffed his face with honey. Back to the midnight system, Ivor got a boon in the form of a business partnership with Penelope and securing a location for at least his first consideratorium. Darby and Stefan talked shop, working on some pa patents and added to the success of their mutual business. Shadowsake then swapped hands over to Gwen as she used some clever magic to connect the dagger to her. Now bonded, she asked what it knew of 
Tahamara and the Matron of Ravens. Getting some mixed answers from it, Gwen contemplated them as she finished her scroll work. At the Emissary Building, Ivar and Tyrrell met with the nervous dwarvish ambassador, Lovella Opelbasher. Aghast with Ivar's proposal, she quickly brought the meeting to a finished, but not before sharing a rune from her family crest, one that Ivar recognized. And now we pick up as the gang prepare to revisit the military tribe, the militia tribe. Um, yeah, so what is the plan for heading to the military tribe? Are you all having pranks as we discussed in, uh, in the Topaz Axe? Uh, yeah, and I'd like to grab uh, Shepherd's Warning as well. Just uh, uh, strap it to my back. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we're going just because? Is that it? Well, I, I, I thought you of all people, Graham, would like to re-engage with these orcs and see what they're about and maybe try and figure out if they have any connection to uh, Tepera's Grove for that. Oh, um, so I can't. So you're you're saying I can, I can like ask them about that kind of stuff, and like I can totally, you know, do that. Like, I, cool. I I mean, nice. no, we like not outright, but you know, I I figured between the four of us, we might be able to um, verify whether we can talk uh, about it with them or not. We did agree to keep them secret, and that's so. Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, if they have any like cool cloak and magic or whatever, you know, that'd be nice. Oh yeah, talk away about magic. Um, yeah. Also, the honey's divine. Um, unfortunately, myself and Ramsey ate through a jar of it earlier, but it was incredible. I, you must have some. On its own? Okay, nice. Cool. It must be real good. Hmm. I wouldn't, like, um, I'm pretty low on, on mead right now. I, I wouldn't mind trying to brew some fresh honey. Some fresh. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. yes. Oh, you know, good ingredients make good um, stuff. It's exactly, exactly. How do you say products? Is that it? Uh, maybe, but I wouldn't well, call. I, don't I wouldn't product. call like home brewed mead a product. You know, sure. That's it. It's 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 for sharing. With, 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 That's with, your cost hooch, is it? No. <sighs> Darby, no, we don't. Hey, we don't know. What, what if we call one of your adult. things something like I don't know, you know, bad. And think but brilliant. <laughs> there. There's a yeah, like cheap shoddy knockoffs or something. Yeah, how would you like that? Why aren't cheap shoddy knockoffs? Someone else makes you, those. Are you tr are you trying to say that is 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 nice mead? It's lovely mead that you shared with you before. Yes, I exactly. All I'll take that silence down. as an apology. Yeah, no, cool. I thought all homemade alcohol was hooch. No, it's not. It's not. No, it's it's sure. You say so. It's derogatory to his mead. Proper meat that doesn't make you go <laughs> blind. Brilliant. Well, I guess you don't want any of this uh, hoochie honey that we're about to have either. Your, Maybe you your father it. enjoyed it. My father enjoyed it at the yes. meeting. At the meeting, uh, he had a, he enjoyed a nice a nice cup of mead from the goblet of fire. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Trademark. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm surprised it took us that long to get to there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> Did you put honey in that goblet? <laughs> Did you put honey in that goblet, Potter? <laughs> Sorry. Oh. Uh, oh, yeah, while that's going on, uh, what you call I, I did say we'd bring something, so I'll go get some, I guess, wine and portable eatables from the bar. Cool, and a gift lot. Just, yeah. 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 They they I, don't really work in money as you would expect. So um, I do uh, want to all remind you: you do all have a cask. Well, most of you have a cask of halfling's foot reserva. Hmm? You want to oh, bring cool. Yeah. That. Yeah, I'll grab. Uh, I don't know how how big was the tribe. Oh, um, yeah. It would. It, this would be a gift for a person. The tribe is probably. A hundred people. Oh, it's so, a big. Oh. It's a it's a crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a full like set of caravans. Maybe like a score of caravans, six of them full of bees. Nice. Oh, I I guess I'll grab uh, three then, since there's four five of us. Sure. And probably yeah, and then some cheese and bread, some whatever else from the bar. Yes, yeah, you can. Yeah, drop a gold and. You got plenty of plenty of good stuff from the bar. Plenty of nice rations and cheeses. Cool. Um, some fresh breads as well, baked that day. Absolutely. So, uh, Ivor, how would you get on? We can like, do a walk and talk, I guess, uh, as we go. Uh, did everything oh. go all right today? Or Well, uh, Penelope was uh, very like uh, on board with my idea. Uh, she's offered, I actually like host the Considiporium trial at uh, the midnight. Uh, I want to oh. say midnight signal off the top of my head, but I'm just double checking. System. system. <laughs> system. Midnight system. Yeah. There we go. What's a signal? Um, Good question. Well, uh, okay. She, well, she seemed very interested. That's a bit, you know. No, like, seemed very much uh, to, like, really resonate with the idea of preserving history and sharing it with the world. Are you sure that that's the part she was, like, resonating with and it wasn't, like, anything else that she could use for, I don't know, monetary or criminal gain? Well, criminal. I'm. I'm like, she sh she associates with Harvey, so like she must be something something up for her. Uh, so I'm a criminal now. Yeah, Criminally yeah. good looking, yes, but I could see you pulling that out. I could see it. I predicted it. I'm not like you know, future seeing wizard or anything, but like I could tell you were going to do that. Anyway, moving on. Are you trying to say we're part of a criminal business or enterprise? No, no. Darby singular is a criminal, possibly. Oh, good boy. Let's you know, you're, like, you're doing your papers. Go on, indulge me. Where does this stem from? I don't know. You just get on with like a weird seedy underbelly seeming like nightclub place. Oh, the paranoia again. She uh, she knew who all our names were. She had like spies, like literally like see us as soon as we walked into the city and then have like We've cards been through this places. before. It's smoothing. It's to make right, people well. feel like they're important. Okay, well, what what was the weird thing with the dagger that Stefan pointed out? Huh? That was weird. And tell me that wasn't weird. In fact, they noticed we pulled the dagger out in their establishment. Like from a floor below. Mm. Mm. Security well, measures or something. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 In a regular nightclub. Anyway, it's fine. Well let's I'll drop it because I'm so paranoid. We'll leave it. I but I think yes, it'll be fine. that's uh, great though. It's obviously financially viable in her eyes, so that's a huge yeah. plus. Definitely, and it'll help. Uh, they'll help uh, spread the word. So, 
that'll just create a, a better buzz around it. You know, the the better, the more legitimate this idea can seem before I approach the council, the better. And did she say how much she'd charge you or that? Not that you have to share that with us, but in terms uh, of rent, sir? I'm from my from my understanding, it'd be more so a revenue share, any revenue generated as a result of the event. Oh, makes cool. sense. So okay. like, no, that's yeah, deposits that's, down on anything. That's great. Well, they didn't request it, so I'm. That's the impression I'm getting. But we'll uh, we'll still be going over this more later. So mm -hmm. uh, we'll see you soon. Well, you know, if we need to, we can do something. Go somewhere, I, I guess. I appreciate. it. Thank you. Uh, so we'll, we'll get there. We'll get we'll get the the seed money, I guess. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Lavella Opal Pasher was was not so uh, for was not so agreeable with my concept. Uh, as soon as I said anything about you know going out there and reclaiming anything, uh, there they 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 pretty much quickly kind of shunted the meeting. More or less. Oh, no, really? Yeah, they... they what kind they... of dwarf is she? Jesus. I mean, Moradin. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just not, not into it at all? No, they they were... They seemed very apprehensive about the, the mere notion of, uh, of... Of going out there and bringing back anything. You know? Right. And, I mean, I can't necessarily blame them. That's, like, the... Prevail like it's not exactly a uh, uncommon opinion. Well, if you won't, I will. But you know, that's fine. Um, I, hey, I, I, you know what? I'm being diplomatic. You can blame them as much as you want. Yeah, like she's you know stick in the mud or whatever. Yeah. Um, Darby, do you know any like fun ambassadors or whatever? Or Stefan, you 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 seem to know lots of stuff about you know, Europe. Fun ambassadors. Systems. Like, did you mean aside from Darby's father, of course? Ah, good one. Sure. Well, he's on board, so that's fine. Yeah, I, I basically yeah. mean like, who is more likely to be like, you know, into this uh, enterprise? Let's say. Ooh, they're all a bit pernickety. Mm. Really, he's not one that's like obsessed with like old shit. No offense, you know, just uh, mean, you know, easy term. I love the old shit. Don't get me wrong. I wouldn't say there's any easy town. Okay. All right. Well, that's you know what? That's fair. Um. If any kind of like spring to mind as someone who maybe not necessarily interested in um, like how do I put this not so much interested in history but potential profit of a venture anyone like that oh 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 what about you know B or whatever she's like you know she must know people who got connections of course she does yeah um, profit so... might work that could for some of the mines that's definitely something you could use. Oh, I, I, I'm not oh, so much mines, asking yeah. for the mines. I'm more so asking for the. I know, but for the ambassadors, oh. once you get there, profit. Yeah. When you've mentioned it, I said I'd mention it. Oh sure. Well, that's why I'm I'm looking to set up the consistorium early before I try uh, to speak to the mines, so I can prove yes, this will make a profit. Don't worry. Mm. Yes, good, it's good proof of uh, what is it? Proof of uh, concept. Oh, there you go. I was going to say mm -hmm. pudding. Well, um, you've two emissaries left then. Although I feel like Ambassador Slenderhul would be the main one given this is well, it's mostly gnomes in the mines, let's not beat around the bush though. So. Sure. Sammy Slenderhul. Oh, okay. And that, they're like a gnome. 
They're the gnomish ambassador. Ah, nice. Okay. okay. Well, you know, uh, do they like money or old stuff? Uh, Listen, the mines are celebrities. I know loads about them. Emissaries, not so, or ambassadors, not so much. Okay, well, that's not your fault. Oh, we could just ask Tyrrell. Maybe he'll know. They know. Not. That's true. No, that's that's true. Um, Tyrrell did say he tried. Uh, like I, I'm sure Tyrrell, if he if it's at all possible, he'll help me arrange a a meeting with someone else. True, and he did try with the dwarf, and that didn't go so well. So maybe that was your like your best yeah. shot, but you know what I mean? Maybe he, that was the one he thought I'd be most. Yeah. Wait. What I'm going to do is um, I'm going to kind of uh, spend some time drawing up a an op- a procedure manual for when we were to go out into a, a rune or a relic and you know, just, hey, this is what we have in place for our proper operating procedure and you know, just have something on hand to kind of demonstrate that yes, we're taking this more seriously than might otherwise seem. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah like Stefan, Stefan can help with making it like safe, and I can make it. You know, I can see yeah. how we can get around the safe things that we put in place. It'd be perfect. You know, w- would right, you be um... willing to help, Stefan? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, of course. And um, there's probably a lot of cloud uh, documentation we can draw from on that. So, yeah, no, Ooh. definitely. Yes. See, now and I can say it's great, and if I say it's great, people will think it's great. You know, I will happily take your seal of approval. I would, I would be ecstatic for it, Darby. Thank you. I must say, you've oh. been very industrious since you've came here. You've really taken to Gizmo Rock. A bit like a nut to a bolt. Hmm. Perhaps. It's, uh, there's, there's a lot of opportunity here, and I'm trying to make the most of it. Yeah, and you're using your connections pretty well as well and making your way about the place. Yeah, that's that's true. Well, do you remember you have to have like some holiday bits as well, you know? It's Gizmobrook is really nice to explore and stuff, you know? It's it's, it's lovely everywhere. I've been. That's that's a good point. That's a good point. And 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 no more uh no more uh sunlight sensitivity for the eyes, so I can actually look around without having to worry about the glare of off buildings. Yeah, that ring is great on you as well. Well, it's great. Hmm. And win. Uh, Stefan, whereabouts are these orcs? Uh, just down by the river. Oh, uh, we can't be too far now, I'd say. Yeah, but it's not that far at all. And as you're ch- chatting along, um, you can see that there's um, some like campfires have been built, some kind of firefly or bunting has been lined along the river. And there's a little bit of revelry going on. Um, there's Gizmobians and orcs alike of all ages um, dancing and, and singing and playing. Lots of kids, you see them running to each other and comparing all of the new wood-carved toys they've picked up from the tribe. Um, uh, yeah, yeah it, it's a bit of a hustle and bustle, but it's, it's a nice welcome in uh, a normally quite... It's a loud city, Gizmobrook, but in a in a very different way. Nuts and bolts, hammers hitting steel. Um, it's nice to hear a little bit of music and revelry, and then people coming together, um, m- milling around. Um, it doesn't take you too long, Stefan, to find Blonded once again. Um, in fact, um, Ramsey is the one leading the way, weaving through the crowd, um, and going towards the end of the encampment. 
um, sitting around a large table um, with a couple of other orcs. You see Blonnet, um, they're, they're eating um, what seems like some sort of meat pie. Hello again. Uh, ah. I'm, uh, I... Good to Sorry, see you I'm again. Stefan Shepard from earlier. Yes. yes. No, no, I remember you, of course. Um, everyone, um, she like turns around. Everyone, this is this is the uh, person I was talking to earlier, and I, and their wonderful goat Ramsey. These are your friends. Yes, these are my friends, uh, Darby, Quinn, and Ivar. Uh, Darby's actually from Gizmobrook. So um, yes, good to meet you all. Uh, Blonet is my name. Hi. I'm the leader of, nice meet you. of the tribe. Hello. Now, can I get you something to drink? Uh, well, some food? Uh, sure. I, I, I brought some gifts as well uh, for your honey earlier. Oh. That's over the wine and food and that. Oh, that's very, very sweet of you. Um, oh, this is quite a nice bottle, actually. Um, this is a very, very sweet gift. Thank you very much. Well, help yourself to whatever whatever you'd like. Um, we're making some fresh goat's milk and and, and honey bonbons. Um, oh, oh, that sounds great. What is that? It, it's the hardened goat's milk that we dip in honey and then fry in oil. Um, oh, very my tasty. God, that sounds amazing. Well, you're more than welcome to some. Come. Thank you so much, yeah. It here by the fire, you wanted to come and, and converse. I'm happy to answer uh, your questions. Sure. Yeah, yeah, lovely chatting. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, uh, so yeah, how are you? I'm excellent. Thank you very much for asking. It's, it's a beautiful night. Um, we've provided some lovely gifts um, to the community here. We've met some old friends, made some new friends. We've gotten to rest after a long journey, gotten to do some repairs on our wagons and our caravans. The bees are even enjoying the fresh, fresh tulips along the river. It's, it's, it's been a good day. Yeah, sounds it's great. Are the carts that they have uh, like just wooden ones? Would they be ones that Darby would fi help be able to fix, or what's the what's the? They name? are mostly wooden, but some of them are like steel and iron uh, reinforced, um, especially the um, the um, larger bee houses. Um, uh, some of them would have like iron spoked wheels and stuff just to reinforce them, um, but mostly it's. Um, cylindrical um caravans um and many horses and oxen and even giant goat pulling them um yeah just a wonderful traveling tribe full of color and cool cavalry uh, smell very are... sweet in the air very sweet your bees are cool it's like cool that you bring that the eyes with you and stuff. I haven't seen that before. That's like, yeah, great. Yes, it's something our tribe has always done. We've always had a connection to, to honey and the sweet, um, and we had a calling as such to bring bees around to different parts of the world. When the silence happened so many years ago. It wasn't oh. just us humanoids that 
were disrupted by it. It was the land and the fauna that itself. And we take bees and bring them to new places throughout the plains to allow the flora to flourish once again. Oh, that's so cool. So in the BS, you lot, you know, the BS you did. It didn't. Our... Before, was it before? You did that before or was it just after? That's well, that's been our tradition for a very long time. Its exact timing is not too certain. Um, but this tribe has always had a connection to bees. So maybe we were once a little more stationary making honey in our own ways. And then we got the callings to follow the wind, the wild mother, to help her land. Nice. So, we've been doing everything. So, so just bees, not trees. Bees. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, bees also. Speaking of bees. Yes. I have a friend. She works in the greenhouses. And this is the funny bit. Her name is actually B. Oh. And that is, that is quite maybe, a bit. Maybe um, you could help her out with the bees and pollination and all that. I could ask her for you. Maybe the bees would like to try different flowers. Oh, you could do like, could do donate bees? Do they like some stay some places, do they? Or what's the. Yes. Well, um, we we set up bee colonies in places that need them. Oh, um, that'd be cool. I'm like good bees, just saying. They are the best. Just like yeah. all, the, all of Malora's children. I'm no expert, but bee was prattling on about different stuff. About bees and different flowers and yeah but, but she's she's into flowers but so is Dorothy as well I mean yeah <laughs> either either I'm sure you could probably talk to them and I know you don't deal in cash say but maybe you could deal in some sort of barter involving bees absolutely I mean we're not beyond the use of of money it's just something we don't see the use of a whole lot we just are here to help the wilderness and the people where we can. I'm guessing for most of you, this is one of your first times meeting a planeswalking tribe like us. Planeswalking, uh, yes. Yes, from that kind perspective. Of. Yep. Well, that's okay. There's not not many of us still reach out to towns. Um those of us that do we don't bite so don't worry you can ask us any questions you like do any so, of you have a in situ civilization per se there are some small clans um that live in situ um not many that i know of some stay in in particular areas to protect a resource or to protect a endangered species or even to we have many protectors as well amongst the tribes and clans that fiend, that fend off some of the wilder um, members of Alora's children let's call them that ones that have strayed mm -hmm. too far come come too chaotic you mean you don't mean other orcs, right? You mean something else? Animals, mostly. Oh, okay. Oh, you mean like animals? Mm. 
Yeah. Yeah, we know about animals. Yeah. The wild mother uh, brings you... life, but also is in charge of the balance of the wild. And the balance of the wild and wilderness also includes death, unfortunately. And sometimes we are also the arbiters of that. Mm. Sure. Well, Stefan, sorry, I cut across you there. Uh, no, I was um, just wondering if you had engaged with any um, especially wild uh, encounters with Melora's children recently. Just, you know, tales go about, and even in our own travels, we found uh, unique experiences so far. Well, the, the plains are a dangerous place. That is one thing that these modern history books do get right. We tend to avoid what we can just stick to the more beautiful areas where our bees could be in of assistance. But yes, we have run across some other creatures, probably ones you've never heard about. Things like gnolls, bollywogs. No, I can't say I can't have. say I have no. no. What's no, the bully? can't say I've heard of gnolls. No. No. What's the bully? No idea. Bullywag? Bullywog. They live in swampy lands. They're a kind of semi-amphibious humanoid. Um, like quite, frog person. Quite imperialist. They like to own. They're very territorial. They like to own things. Um, sometimes that includes other humanoids. They're, they're quite a nice... Oh, so they're sentient. Uh, slave frogs. Like slave of frogs? Lizards? Or, like, you know, other... Frogs is probably an an accurate similarity. Gnolls, they're they're um wild beast folk, similar to a wild dog. They're more driven by the hunt. Oh. Ooh. Well, I uh, hope I never uh, see one of them, eh? <laughs> hmm. Uh we actually encountered uh, a person well, a kind of a individual who who looked Part person, humanoid, uh, part uh, hyena. Would that, that be? Was, that was probably a no. And I was just going to ask. Mm -hmm. You you don't seem oh. as you don't seem as phased or amazed as people we tell these stories to. Normally, especially children, but their parents who are listening along too fit with our stories as if they're just that stories. But all of you seem to have a sense of recognition about it, as if you're not phased by the revelation of frog people. Well, you did say, well, when now that Ivar mentions it, we did um, see the Iron Man person before, kind of. Um, yeah, just came real close to the road and stuff. Uh, so, yeah, I guess frog people weren't that out of the ordinary. Interesting outlook on on things. It's unique. You know, there's I, just so much space and stuff to be in that space. So, like, why not frog? Exactly. I, I mean, I used to work in a department that dealt with wild, magical, and intelligent threats. So, um, I'm you dimwit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Sorry, that's no, no. It's that's fine. What, um, that's what we um, tend to call it. Do you just say the, the say the words that they spell out? I I do that as well. Just yeah, Tim, what can 
seem quite aggressive. No, it's fine. Yeah. Um, Ambitious. But I welcome your way of thinking. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to admonish you here or or scold you or anything. It's it's refreshing to see city dwellers think the way us plains dwellers do. Like, I'm from Stonebreaker, so I wouldn't really call myself a city kind of person. But you know, I, I read a lot as well, so like you know, I, I know some stuff. Mm-hmm. Currently, I'm uh, I'm trying to, uh, well, through a couple of means, uh, organize uh, permission for myself and a few people to actually leave the city and uh, just kind of explore certain regions that seem specifically uh, particularly interesting. Ah, well, all the best in that endeavor. No one, thank you, other than the very few Department of Intelligent Threats. The Department of Dents, I don't know the full name of them, or Claude, isn't it? Those are the only three mm-hmm. departments of your people that I know are able to leave the city boundaries. So I, I, I wish you all the best in your endeavors. But something that at least two of your party has that they don't is a blessing of the Wild Mother. Oh. Ah, step on. And the ghost. And the ghost. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Oh, we're just gonna. Oh, we're just gonna go. Ramsey bites you in the ankle. The ghost. Is it Ramsey? Oh, Ramsey! Don't do that. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So are we just coming out? I'm just gonna try and whisper and be like, "Are we just gonna go and tell people?" (laughs) Whoa! That's a that's a big bite. He's not the ghost. (laughs) Wow. Ramsey got claws. Like claws, yeah. I mean teeth. Yeah. I suppose during all that, I'll um, subtly slip out Shepard's warning as I come. Uh, yes, um, I suppose you could say this was enchanted by the mother. Yeah. Um, may I have a look at it? Yes, of course. And present it. Yeah. She takes it in her hand and she, she looks at it closely. And just has like a, a like a, a smile of, um, a, almost a familial recognition of the staff, um, almost like a grandparent looking down at their grandchild, um, goes, this is a beautiful piece. You can you can sense a strong connection to the wild mother within it, and therefore with with you, and you all really, um, but mostly with with yourself, Stefan, and, and Ramsey, there's definitely something special about him. I don't know what other goats can recognize that they're being called a goat and nip at someone's heels. There's more than a nip, I think, but yeah, sure. I'm going to have to go to my tailor now. I can't answer for you. Sorry. Nope. Never said that. The, the wild mother has seen fit to um, grant me additional abilities to speak with Ramsey from time to time, so um, I suppose we've helped each other in that line, but uh, yeah, the the staff's been in my family for generations, but I don't know if it held any power before the Wild Mother deemed to touch it. That is interesting. Maybe maybe she she blessed it 
knowing it was something close to you. Maybe she awakened something in it that was long since lost of, uh, through generations of being unused. Maybe it is something entirely different. We don't understand very much of the gods. It's the way they like it mm. to be. And it's the way modern society has chosen it to be as well. Not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just a, a refocus. But us, Lord of Children, we are a little closer, I guess, to the divinities. Um, at least we're more open about it. So do you guys like that special disposition that you can like wander the planes and no one like tries to make you sign boring forms and stuff? There has been a acknowledgement amongst all the peoples of Dumeria. Sorry, Stan. Okay. Um, there has been an understanding amongst all the peoples of Dumeria since the time of the silence that those most directly lineated from the Wild Mother us orcs, um, the triton, the protectors of land and sea, have been just that, been tasked with continuing to protect the land and the sea from their creator, Melora. And because of that, it is believed that we are unaffected by this plague that once ravaged Dumeria. There is no known record of any orc or triton falling ill to it because of it. And therefore, oh. that is why we're allowed to still continue to move about. Of course, the Tritons stick to their sea kingdoms, protecting the western edges of Dumeria from what lies beyond in the oceans past their kingdoms. And we protect the land as best we can around Dumeria and the plains, the hills, even the forests. There's even some areas, and looks at Darby, even some areas that the Green Wardens don't get to in the Great Wood that are still protected by my tribe's people. So, like, do you like going to places that are, you know, old places and stuff? Any chance? Just, you know, get curious. We don't particularly see a need to, oh. unless um, us in particular is the only one I can talk about on that question. We don't particularly see a need to. Most of our work is above ground, um, out in the open. Um, we have been in yeah. into towns and cities that have become completely verdant over time. And those we've we've connected with and and you know, done our bit to help them grow and flourish even more, but not always. But there's definitely other other tribes and clans that do. Oh cool. Interesting. I'm actually um, studying in Laurelbank. Well, I, I was until we came down here. Is there like another clan of you around there that you know similar stuff? Any cool animals or anything that like, needs protecting or whatever? Around Laurelbank, well, yeah, we stop by Laurelbank sometimes as well. There's dozens, if not hundreds, of of wandering tribes, similar size or even larger to us. Again, not all of them interact with the cities or settlements, but for sure there are numerous others that um, protect the areas of the valleys and of Laurel. Ah, cool. Stationary ones as well. 
very few stationary, but some. Nice. Can I message Stefan? Sure. Stefan, can I like, ask, like, do they have cloaking powers, or is that like, a bit much? Um, I would that. <laughs> I, I guess you can ask if they feel like sharing any of their magical knowledge with us. Oh, cool. Maybe offer up some of your own first, though. Sure. Um, Gwen will. Okay, how will I do that? Ooh, Gwen will mold Earth in front. My favorite, your favorite cantrip, Gary. <laughs> uh, so uh, she's gonna. <laughs> She's going to like mold earth and be like, uh, and maybe do like Laurel Bank first. Like, so do like a little representation of Laurel Bank, like as best she can of like the, you know, the, the rivers around and then the two, like the three mm. pieces. And be like, oh, well, you know, this is some magic that I can do. And like, this is where I'm from and stuff. Like, do you mm -hmm. like, have any cool shit you can do uh, that you can? Um, yes. Um, many of us know similar magic to that as well. Uh, Good in it. Yeah, many dwarf and arcanists and druids have used very similar stone magics that that we would have also. Our magic is mostly to do with plant growth. Um, some of our beekeepers uh, can actually harness um the bees to aid them in battle with swiftness and oh. they can form a connection to them wow some including I myself can read the stars for direction and guidance oh we can... are the stars saying anything particular right now they're saying rest cool. cool cool like it's, it's not like a you can do it other people know sorry you can't do it for a lot of other people. No, uh, mostly okay. for for guidance for our own path. Yeah, that yeah, makes sense. It's, yeah, it's not that it can't be done for other people, but other people must learn those ways. And druidic power is not something that is that common amongst um, many peoples, especially not here in Gizmobrook. But cool. I'm sure, Gwen yourself, some mages or people who might claim to be arcanists in the dwarf lands are definitely a little bit more druidic and i can say the same for many of the elves in the riverlands magic comes from many different sources uh, in my experience ye tend to call it as coming from the one singular source but magic can come in many shapes and sizes it isn't just from the weave. Sure. Yeah, I do weird shit with my magic all the time. So yeah, I get that. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah like hit your friends. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I've hit my friends. Ah! <laughs> 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 right, that was supposed to be a read against you, but then I was like, oh, fuck, I've hit Stefan Lowe's bollocks. The most did back. I don't think yeah. you hit Darby yeah. at all. Yeah, I know. But I was like, oh, no, balls. Yeah. Uh, let's just retract that statement. <laughs> um, uh, do you have any advice? Should we find ourselves against gnolls or similar creatures again? Or? They can be 
reasoned with. Um, so try that. Try and spark to their humanity as best you can. But some of them, at the end of the day, are there for um, truly selfish reasons, as is their nature. And as is the two-sided coin, as I mentioned earlier, that nature has sometimes. So just be aware, be wary. And by the looks of your spells, Gwen, and the size of your maul, you seem like capable fighters. If you survived one knoll, I think you might survive a few more. Oh, you know, we didn't like do anything. It was just there. Kind of, you know, uh, we ran away, right? Anyway, you didn't oh, half man. scream, did you? <laughs> then you tripped over that rock and you grazed your knees. I was just gonna say, just, I was just gonna say, can I just well, just well, just... knock a chip? <laughs> I really did need it. Thank you very much. Okay. One time, oh, it was a three, and then it was a nat 20. Bam, 21. Nat 20, okay. Oh, okay. She rolled pretty high, but I don't think it's that high. Darby's bullshit helping me for once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, she only got an 18. Well, that's, that's very high though still. Yeah. Um, um but yeah, but like uh so like you go into places that are like verdant and stuff now, but like have you ever like seen anywhere that's like kind of still silency? Because you know, I know it's still out there, I guess, and scary and stuff. We tend to avoid such places. Um, oh no, yeah, I know, but like you know, some maybe still, some still do exist, and we pass it on to the other more warrior guardian type tribes we come across. And that oh, oh, hmm. and they're like you know signs or anything. I mean, like sign signs. I mean, like you know. Uh, Ants, maybe, symptoms. or like stuff. Yeah, symptoms, symptoms, that's it. It's mostly uh, the type of corruption we call undeath, mm. where something has no blood or beat, but still moves somewhat like it is alive. It is a remnant of what the silence has given us. Oh. It is ultimately the thing I believe that most societies in Dumeria cling to with their fear. Um, there's so much that most societies of Dumeria don't get to see behind their fences. So much beauty they're missing. And they cling to the small pockets that are still showing these signs of these silence. But they are small. And many of our peoples have tried to convince nations since the silence has finished that they are small, but they are slow to learn. So in your opinion, we should, you know, go out and see nature and stuff. Absolutely. And if you were to, you know, suggest anywhere, not that we're going to do it because, you know, we're good law-abiding people uh wh where would you suggest anywhere nearby any chance there are plenty of the locations you're looking for i think nearby miss gwen i think by the sound <laughs> of it you already know they exist too 
<laughs> Why does everyone give out to me by calling me Miss Gwen? I don't like it. <laughs> like, I have it. Oh, sorry, it's yeah, I don't I did that. Yeah, I should it's do like, don't else. you fucking ask me anything about this thing anymore, mm, bitch. I um, I sorry, I shouldn't have. Oh, no, it's amazing. But, um, it breaks all cultures here. Breaks through all societies. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows Miss Gwen. Yeah, Shut up, be you. Bit. You a honey making orc or a snarky <laughs> butler? You say Miss Gwen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I think making um, orcs my next uh, class. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, well, you know, maybe. Uh, you know, it's nice to um, be uh, seconded on your recommendation. To that. We follow the winds um, of the Wild Mother, and they led us here, as I think they may have led you five here. Well, my best recommendation is to follow the winds. I can do that, no bother. Mm. Thank you. We appreciate that. Thank you. We'll do a quick, like, you know, when you, like, suck on your finger and get it wet, and then just, like, you know, discreetly try and see if the wind is blowing in a certain direction. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a nature check. Oh, my God, no. Oh, no survival, survival, survival. Oh, there's nothing... Oh, I'm on it today. That's a 19 plus 2. 21. The wind is oddly calm, but it does pick up in an easterly direction um, before the gust eases off once more. Uh, Gwen is just like, Laura? It, like, in her head, she's like, Laura? Is that you? Oh, same wife, I guess. She's just like gonna have a full try and have a full conversation with her in her mind. That she assumes is not going to work, but that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Any last questions for Blonded? I, I suppose just to kind of finish up, then just be like, you, thank you. You've shared so much with us. Uh, is there anything we can do for you? I know you spoke of some odd jobs or um, some help you provided earlier. If there's anything we can do, we're I'm at the very least more than happy to do our part. Yep, same, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think we're we're good. Um, we traded with some inventors earlier, and they were able to fix our wagons. And um, um were they we've... who who were they? Darby, are they good? I think I don't know. Who were they? Um, think of inventor name. I'm so sorry. Um, I just wanted to get like jibbed <laughs> by some like shit inventor that Darby thinks is shit. Um, I think Darby thinks every inventor is shit that's not yeah. working in a shop. Yeah, really. I shouldn't. Yeah, <laughs> ask that question. Yeah. <laughs> uh, self-fulfilling prophecy. Yes, 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 yes. Um, uh, it's called Spindle and Co. Oh, um, who are fine? Okay, they're like a little generic. They're like a Duns. <laughs> but you know, yeah, non adventurous but safe, exactly. Yeah, ah, they won't see you stuck, you know, <laughs> good for the basics, you know. Yeah, I was just gonna say, good for the basics. <laughs> um, yeah, um, we're just happy now to rest for another couple of days, um, pick up some provisions medicines so but thank you for your company it is nice to 
to tell our story to someone with your reaction. Sure, we get reactions from children and seeing their faces light up is, is wonderful, but they don't believe it. You guys do. Yeah, of course, you know. Actually, before I go, can I go see the bees? Absolutely. Cool. Oh, I, I was also hoping to... Over. Uh, yeah. Yes. I was hoping to get some honey as well. I, I'd like to brew some mead with it. Ah. Uh, not hoochie, you sure is, mate. It, it's mead. It's, it's Can you honey? say that again? Like, <laughs> never mind. What, I, I heard that. You say it again. Don't say it again. Stop it. Stop saying it. Ramsey will bite you again. Dar Ramsey. Dar Darby, I, I can understand your fear of hooch, but I'm not brewing it in a bathtub or anything of the sort. I'm, I have the proper tools for portable a toilet cistern. No. A toilet cistern. Like, one of them exists in this world. <laughs> <laughs> probably in, in Gizmo Rock. Probably ten people have them. <laughs> <laughs> They're, they're 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 all on his Rolodex. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, every single one of them. That should have been one of your mm. one of your uh, patents. One of my patents. The yeah. toilet. Mm. No, I don't think we should even bother filing this one. This is too ludicrous. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody would use this. Um, they somehow get water to it. Like that makes no sense. <laughs> I remember yeah. hearing that one of the early er, early concepts for a toilet used dirt instead of uh, water. Oh. You, how did you push the dirt to get it away? You, you didn't. You, you used a shovel. Oh. <laughs> so you'd be exchanging. In fairness, I suppose it w would still have potential in like you know water-starved areas. Yeah. Even mm -hmm. now. That's true. Probably with these. Oh, good manure. Uh, but yeah, can I go see the bees with her? Something yeah. like that discussion happened with Blarnard. I'm just head canvassing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You 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 have some like full inventor talk that mostly goes over her head, but she just enjoys the conversation and and nods at the bits she recognizes. Um, she's just like, "What's wrong with a tree?" You know, like our yeah, uh, our <laughs> yeah. It's just completely different ways of life. <laughs> The tree um, wants it, I don't understand. <laughs> the tree needs fuel. Where are you putting your fuel? Um These are the big these are the big questions we ask on Adventuring for Dummies. I mean you've been here for like forty episodes, so I'm sure you know that already. Um <laughs> Yes. Um yes, uh, absolutely, Ivar, we can provide you with as much honey as you like for the conversation and company is the least we can do. And Gwen, the bees are sleeping, so be gentle. But I'll be real good, be, I swear. There still should be some awake for you to say hello to. Does she come yeah. with me? You ask her to? Well, I don't know. Or am, I, or am I just able to toddle off on my own? Yeah, you're able to toddle off. Okay, cool. Gonna look for <laughs> anything that was similar to the thing that helped them. By the way, wasn't there a thing that was able to like shroud the grove, or was that just natural magic? Can't remember. I feel like there was a thing. Wasn't there a thing? Sure. If Gwen feels like there was a thing, then she thinks there's a thing. What do you I feel like for there was a I feel like there was a place where like they did that from. I'm like looking to see if there's like a similar thing that they use to maybe like hide their wagons or something. 
Okay, give me an Arcana check. Nice. I don't want to hurt any bees, though. I definitely do not want to do that. So if it's too invasive, I won't no. do it. Ooh, 13 plus 7, dirty 20. Come on! Okay. It is my day! Natural, I think you didn't roll a natural one, because then you might have hurt Yeah. Um, Looking around, you don't see anything magical, be it arcane, divine, druidic, even runic. You just see some nice sleeping bees. That's good. That gentle you know. buzz fills your ear. Also, she just thinks the bees are cool, so she will also just check that. <laughs> Mm. So, it was wonderful chatting to you all, and may the winds guide you. Joel, thank you so much. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Thank you. You're all very welcome. Thank you. Interesting talks. Yeah. You all leave the camp. Um, it's gotten a little bit later. Um, a lot of the kids have gone off. Um, a lot of even the orcs have um headed into their wagons and their tents and some are even just sleeping out on the grass and you make your way back to your respective homes anything else before heading to sleepy sleepy 1990 snooze snooze uh gwen just wants to do a quick thing if that's okay sure uh, she just wants to send some letters okay actual letters <laughs> Yes, actual letters, yeah. Because she could send in, but uh, there, there's a lot of stuff she wants to put in the letter. So she wants to send okay. a letter to Dooley, she wants to send a letter to Trey, and she wants to send a letter to... Oh, no. Neville. Neville? Ooh. Bevel. Bevel, oh, right. Hmm? Close. Like Neville. <laughs> Bevel, um, yeah. Do you want to draft up those letters and, and give them to me? Uh, oh, well, no, they're not, like, nothing crazy. They're just the... Uh, just origami night ish kind of business <laughs> as in like sure. we can if you yeah. need help call us we might call on you blah 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 and i'm gonna send my origami yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i'm gonna send the um... yeah <laughs> i'm gonna send the sending scroll that i made to bevel okay so that she has it in case of emergencies and then i'm going to highly and like highly emphasize that uh dooley and trey try and learn sending <laughs> when they can okay about they can both learn it um they again you, that level yeah you, yeah you progress through levels quote unquote um faster than the average person um but uh, they should be able to learn it They'll work yeah, well i'm just saying now. you know as a future thing it'd be good yes kind of a jam yeah yeah that probably because you're sending an actual like scroll in a case that has some weight to it, it'll probably cost about two gold for all those. Cool, that's fine. Um, oh, also, I uh, if they want code names, let them think of code names for themselves. But I, I cool. have some possible code names they could have because <laughs> I'm that guy, yeah, that makes sense. Cool. Sweet, mm -hmm. anything else for Betty Betty 1990 News? Uh, I guess I think uh, right. oh, good, sorry, you go on now. You can all digest okay. what you've just learned. That's totally fine. I think Ivor would like to just get out those uh, brewer's supplies and take a crack with this honey. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And start it up. You're not proficient in brewer's supplies, are you? I am. Oh, right. Oh, yes, because you're a dwarf and you get stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I like, uh, you, you can pick a, a two, like, I think it's like brewer's. Uh, Smith's tools are one other, and I went with Brewers because it's Ivor. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And, and he was going to get Smith's tools anyway from Rune Knight, so why not? Yeah, I for, yeah, I forget dwarves get brewers things, which is cool. Um, yeah, so you can throw on a quick batch um, before heading into bed. Give me a quick brewer's check. We're going to call this, just add your proficiency. Okay. Oh, that is good. That's a, a 19 before I add anything. So I think that works out to 22. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah. You, you stole up big quick bat, And the materials and the honey just seems to work so beautifully. And you know already that it's just going to be a sweet little batch. And you mm. keep it brewing as you all head to bed. Nice. Excellent. Eh? So, uh, on the way home, I'm just going to call into uh, Tyrrell, and I'm just going to um, let him know that my plan yesterday, when I said I'd find out, did work. So oh. Shawnee and oh. Shale are safe. Very good. That's very good to hear, my boy. And see, you had nothing to worry about. You didn't, didn't blow anything do up anything. Or, or leave the city, no. so well done. Exactly. Turns out people with magic have their uses. Who'd have known? <laughs> we do use them in the councils, you know. I know, yeah. But like, sometimes you'd nearly worry that they could put something else in that you don't intend to say. That's something I never thought about. Hmm. Maybe you've opened up a can of worms that I maybe don't need to think about. Yeah, probably best not to. for another day. Yeah. But Anathan, no correspondence yet, but they are fine. None. Um, denser um, planning on sending down a member to give us official uh, statements tomorrow. Oh. Uh, other members, not members that were sent to to uh, to Laurel Bank for whatever mission they were on. Some other high-ranking members are on the way down. So we'll hopefully know more tomorrow. Either way, it's been a lot of long days. Um, so much so that I actually quite enjoyed our meeting with Lovella earlier. I don't think I, Ivar did, but I got quite a chuckle out of seeing her squirm. I don't know why. Maybe it's a little cruel of me. <laughs> ah, I'm sure he'll be fine. He's very into it. Ah, he is. He's a clever, very clever lad, and I'm, I'm sure his plan will work. Well, I don't know what he's on about half the time, you know. I don't really understand it either. But, but it works, and he makes it work, so. Yes. And it's be good. If it does work, it'll be good for us to be involved with it. Be the pioneers of it along with him. Well, he needs one more out of the two, so. Yes. Yes. When I get time, let him know. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll try and organize some other meetings. See if anyone on the representative board might want to meet with him. I think maybe brief him about the personality that he is meeting. I am. Um, I, I do. I did genuinely think that they, they would connect more on the dwarfy thing, but I think she was already so spooked by the thought of leaving a city that it was already downhill. So that was a judgment call on my part. Hmm. But if he knows what he's going into and what they kind of don't like and what are, they do like, it should help him out a little bit. Yes, very wise. I'll 
brief him next time. Hopefully I won't be so busy in a couple of days and I can actually plan these meetings up a little better. Hopefully not, and I'm glad Shale and Shawnee are safe. Same, same. Didn't think they wouldn't be, but it is nice to get the confirmation, of course. It is, and I better be on my way. I've been jacking your door too late at night too many times in a row. <laughs> but it's the days that's in it. Exactly. It's still good to see you, even if it's brief and talking about dire things. Yeah, and I will make my way back home. Great. Sweet. So yeah, now everybody gets a long rest. Ooh! Ooh. And as you wake up, or should I say Gwen? Oh? You begin to dream. Um, what is Gwen dreaming about tonight? Uh, should I roll? Or is it? Is there a theme that I should be going on? <laughs> no, what is Gwen dreaming about tonight? I what's in like... her mind? What, what, what's, what's she thinking about? Uh, flowers and bees and fields and stuff, and then like following a like a wind into the uh, into, into the plains, maybe like following an easterly wind into the plains, and like that Melora is maybe on her side and stuff. I think that's like the most recent thing she was thinking about. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you follow you follow this wind guided by the buzzing of bees and the smell of of lavender and tulips and all these things that bees love, and you you do come up across something you wanted to see you you see a rune with the door and you eagerly run towards it you move up to the doorway and the doorway seems familiar but the handle of it is cold to the touch you pull it open to really reveal a dark stony room inside you see a battle breaking out there are five creatures a tall human a handsome goat a well-dressed elf uh, large bulky dwarf and a mage in blue robes each of them are facing a dark version of themselves malice clear in these shadowy eyes you hear no sound of sword spell or barrel all you can hear is your heartbeat and shallow breath even the sound of the bees has left you as you continue to look around you see a large imposing mage figure standing hands outstretched over a shadowy coffin laughing the figure draws the shadows from the pit as they coalesce into a female figure. Over what seems like minutes, details begin to appear on the form. Mid-length hair, glasses, a quill and a book in one hand. <clears throat> the robes flowing out from them as they join with the darkness of this cold room. They smile at you. It is disturbing. And you realize you are smiling the same way too. Roll initiative. Oh, what? Oh, wow. <laughs> on my own? Yes, on your own. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, I rolled a 10. What even is my initiative anymore? Plus 2, 12. Oh, no. Oh, God. See, you all laughed at me. I hope you feel bad. A 12? Um, yep. This figure got a 50. Okay, yep. They're going for it. They, um, um, they look down at you. You appear to have all of your, all of your accoutrement. You have your book. You have um, hungry tooth. You even have shadow stick. Um, all of your power seems to be with you. Um, and looking across at this figure, you also see that they're adorned very similarly. 
also carrying a dark blade. Um, <laughs> one moment as I made a copy of Gwen, but I didn't add Shadow Stake to it, so I must do that now. Oh, when did you make a copy of me, you horrible, horrible man? <laughs> How dare you? This is bad. Ah. This is amazing. Oh, it's not. <laughs> You're all mean. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. So, um, okay. So the figure, um, throws said dagger at you. Uh, at me. Yes, brandishing it straight into your hand. As this dagger is thrown across the room, the form of this battle, of you and your friends battling these figures, dissipates in smoke. And it's now just you and this figure staring directly at each other in this large, expansive, candlelit, shadowy room. And 13 to hit. How does... Gwen, block this. You have all of your abilities, but again, you still know this is a dream. There's a potential you know for you to do you, you potential for you to do more. I'm gonna go in though. Um, I think she just like literally just kind of like scoots out of the way, very like oh shit. Um, like... yeah. Looking back at where this dagger misses you, it vanishes in smoke. Connecting back to the figure opposite you, it appears in her hand again, and she just continues to have that smile that grating knowing smile that seems to just cut right through you. I love that. Uh, don't. It is your go. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, good thing I have some actual attack spells prepared. Uh, so I want to um, get... How far away is she? Um, arbitrary. Okay. I want to... Uh, Tasha's mind whip, so uh, ben, uh, Gwen bitch slap her. Okay. Which is uh, an intelligence save of 15. One intelligence save. Um, she got a 23. Um, She's using my stats. You don't know. Um, okay. Uh, got a 23. What happens on a save? On a fail save? No. It takes half as much damage and suffers none of the spells. Okay, so it's half of 3d6. So... Yeah, how Ooh. does your mind whip manifest in this space? How does it how does it attack this figure? Um, I think it just like kind of comes up out of my my spellbook like a tentacle, but it's like all pages. It just kind of like whoosh, like swipes at her kind of a thing. Hmm. Um, able to bring the knife up and parry a lot of the damage, but it still connects her with her. So it was fourteen. Uh, so that's seven. Seven. Okay. Seven psychic. Uh, so yeah, she'll. I guess she'll do that, and then she will. I don't know. Maybe take out her own knife and be kind of like, "Come on, then." Oh, and she'll take out Hungry Tooth as well. So she'll dual wield knives. Dual wield knives. <laughs> yeah. And look, try and look all scary and fearsome. <laughs> yeah. The, um, this figure on their turn, they move back um, into the shadows a little bit more. So now only all you see is a gentle glint off the dagger and their pale face again smiling at you. Their finger reaches out, and a ball of flame ignites and lands over your space. Counterspell. Counterspell. Mm-hmm. I counterspell your counterspell. Um, <laughs> sure. Yep. 
<laughs> Roll a dexterity saving throw. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, okay. Uh, 18. 18. You pass. And you're going to take half of this fireball damage. I can't reaction again, right? Fuck. Okay. Yes. You take 16 fire damage as you reach out to try and use your pages once more to shield yourself from her spell but she whips real fast with that dagger cutting all of your pages and your abjuration magic of countering into pieces and then those pieces of pages you often use to defend yourself engulf in flame as it surrounds you you're able to get mostly out of the way but you still take 16 damage Okay, well, she's the worst. Um, so, okay, so I will. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna be like, okay, fuck her, fuck her, fuck her, fuck her, and then I'm like, okay, she has the same spells as me, but I don't think she'll be able to do this. And she whips out the wand, so Saint Julius's wand, and she wants to Agnazar escort her directly at her. Okay, line. at what level? Uh, third, so three charges. Okay. Um, that's a dexterity saving throw by me. Uh, sure. Yeah, Agnazar Scorcher dexterity saving throw. Looking at it right here. Um, eighteen. I pass. Okay. <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. so it's three d eight fire damage on a failed save, or half as much on a successful one. Okay. So it's third level though. Uh, okay. Third, it's four. Forty-eight. Yeah. So yeah, you summon St. Saint Julius's wand to your hand, um, sending out this blast of concentrated fire and heat straight in a line at her. She is able yeah. to get out of the way as she dances around shadows, but you still manage to catch her four. Uh, 18 halved is nine. Nine more damage. Excellent. Anything else for your turn? Um... Uh, 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 um, no, that's good. That's all good. Sweet. Um, next up, she will. Um, she also takes out a wand, but oh. it isn't um golden and orange and yellow like yours is. It, it is black and crimson, and it crackles like brimstone. Re igniting its embers as she also sends an Alarzar's Scorcher at you. I don't think I can counterspell this because it's a spell from a wand. You can counterspell any spell. Oh, she's going to just counterspell me again. You could um, you could just go with Absorb Elements, right? God. Yeah, true. I'll do that, actually. I'll, yeah, I'll save that and then hopefully just dodge and Absorb Elements. Okay. So she's going to do it at fourth level, so 5d8, so Dexterity saving throw. Oh my god! Oh, 16 again. Uh, plus two, isn't it? Yes, 18. 18. You pass. You're going to take 5d8 halved. Then I'm going to absorb elements. Um, she counterspells your absorb elements. Well, that's a waste of a third level spell for you, you bitch. Um, <laughs> you take 10 fire damage. Okay. She rolled really well on that fireball. Mm -hmm. Um... Um, and then she moves into the shadows. You still know where she is. Um, the wand crackling 
with this brimstone and sulfur, almost so much you can smell it. And in the other hand, she still is holding Shadow Stake. At the beginning of your turn, Shadow Stake feels the need to protect you. The feeling you get from them is a scared one of this figure. Okay. They don't like it. It's a sense of fear that they've felt before. And it is being mimicked here. And they don't want to return to it. Hey. What would Gwen like to uh, do? Um, ooh, um, it, does Dream Gwen have potions? She does. Perhaps. Sure. You have whatever you have in your inventory. If I take it in the dream, do I take it in real life? Should I mark it off? You don't know. Uh, sure, I'll do that. 2d4 plus 2. So this is, yeah, for a bonus action, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, so that's seven back. Okay. Um, you, you feel that you actually revitalize double that 14. Oh. Shadow Stake extends out to you. God, go on, Shadow Stake, you big pure. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, and then I will uh, Scorching Ray. Okay. At what level? At level two. Uh, so yeah, are you gonna cancel all that? I can't. I use my I use mine for this turn. Aha! You did, you bitch. Um. <laughs> so this is plus seven. Plus seven. Okay. So you have to roll what? At what level you're doing it at the end? Sorry. Uh, two second. Okay, so just three beams. Yeah. Oh, I do need to do three. This is the worst. Uh, oh yeah, the uh, next two should definitely hit. So it's a twenty-one and a twenty-six. Yeah. What was uh, the first one? Was a five plus seven, which is like twelve. Yeah, that misses. Cool. Uh, so those two hit. Um, did any of the damages that I've done so far seem to like not hurt as badly? Is it all G? No. They seem to be taking the damage. Cool. So yeah, I'll leave it at fire, I guess. Uh, and then that's two d six twice, right? Yeah, four d six. So yeah, she just kind of uh, yeah, just throws up some pages. The two, the beams come out fiery, and then one of them misses, but the other two land true. Okay, mm. unfortunate. Uh, Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. The shadows um, as. This figure dodges or parries one with her blade. The other two hit her directly in the chest. And almost as if these shadows around her are falling off her like confetti. And these shadows, as they fall away from her, turn gently, ever so quickly, into sparkles. And almost like moonlight. And then disappear. She looks up at you, still grinning. Anything else for your turn? Uh, no, I've bonus actioned. I've I've actioned. Uh, yep, that's good. That's it. Okay. Um, mm -mm 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 -mm. She is going to do something. What is she going to do now this turn, I wonder? <laughs> she is going to once again throw the knife, but this time you can see it crackle with icy energy. And similarly to what you um, perform with your own magic, Gwen, as it travels towards you, it changes from um, this icy energy into a kind of dark purple miasma. 
as she changed mm. damage type on it. So I'm going to roll to hit you with a second level ice knife. Oh my god. 13? No! That misses, but you still need to make a dexterity saving throw as... Um, In the next bit, yeah. Yeah. Nine. You fail, and you will take all of this psychic damage. Nine psychic damage. Uh, as you feel this knife you're able to stop it somehow in this dream um, realm you're able to stop the knife directly in your hands holding it it vanishes into shadow but as it does so you are racked with this pain throughout all of your nerves as if you were being shocked um, you take the nine damage okay okay didn't like that. Didn't like that. Uh, okay, cool. So she will. Uh, yep, she, it's she's a bad lady. She's bad. We don't like her a lot. Um, so yeah, I think I'm going to scorching ray again. Mm -hmm. uh, this time at level three. Okay. Um, so yep, that's four this time instead, yep. right? Roll four beams. So yeah, same four pages again, and this time she might do like. Radiant? Have you Can radiant you... in your spellbook? I oh maybe I don't have that yet. It's cure wounds isn't considered radiant. Is it? <laughs> uh... Oh, I have chromatic orb. Does that have it in it? No, probably not. Give me a religion check. Oh. Oh no. Uh, that's a seven. Seven. You reach out for it in your spellbook. You can't find it. You reach out for it in this dream realm and the darkness of this space. Nothing radiant can happen here. Yep. Cool. Uh, can I still do it? You can still. Yeah. You just can't use that damage type. Okay, cool. I'll just uh, stick with fire because it's been working. They're all terrible. Ooh, and one's a nat 20. Oh, nice. Uh, one is a two. One is a four. And one is a nine. So nine and seven is 16. Okay. She will use shield. But the nat then, 20 shall hit. The other two will miss. Okay, cool. Uh, so nat 20. <gasps> so I just assume, yeah, maybe the pages all go into one beam instead or something is how it like flavors that one of the yeah, zooms and that. Uh, <laughs> uh, so it's 46. Um, this is a nat 20 or, oh no, sorry. Just um, 12 takes 12 plus 2d6. Uh, plus another six. So 18. You see um, much more of her form now fall away into shadow and once again turn into um, this almost starry um, scene as these shadows fall away from her. She gathers herself once again and you hear an audible scream now. You hear your own voice screaming at you from her as she looks at you once more. This time she is not smiling. She is angry. Great. Uh, can I take another bonus action potion? I don't think I've got a bonus section this turn, right? Yeah, go for it. Hey, if they're real, that's great. But, you know, if they're not, then, yep, I'm not getting killed by myself. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, another five. Sweet. Um, okay. On her turn, she is going to do a scorching ray um, following in your footsteps. Um, this time, not taking any chances, looking you directly Out in the eye. Spell. Sure. I have one third level spell left, and I will. Yeah. 
the sends out these three beams of cold energy. How do you counterspell it? Kind of imagine that my book kind of like just dive, kind of like swerves in front of me and just kind of like claps its pages together and just like flicks them off and they shut off. Nice. Yeah. So you yeah. dissipate all of this cold <laughs> um, away in this already cold room. You've been both of you been heating it up with some fire magic, but you can now sense once again how cold this space actually is. It is your go. Um, cool, cool, love that. So I will, yeah, just scorching ray again at level two instead. And I want it to be psychic this time, if that's okay. And I want the message behind it to be like. I'm not scared of you anymore, you fucking bitch. And then just like shoot the beams at her. So at level two, it is uh, three beams, regular amount of beams. But yeah, it's three yeah. beams. Yeah, three, 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 three. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay. Uh, one is a 23. That will hit. And then the other one is a 10. And then the other one is a. 13 just the 23 hits cool so 2d6 again eight Finish psychic damage oh yes um i just want to be yeah so i just want to kind of like be walking towards her this time as i do this one and then the other two pages just don't just don't seem to seem to work this time and then they focus in on the the main one and uh yeah it's like a kind of a purple like a kind of a clean kind of lighter purple um and it just like i walk towards and the page moves with me and the beam is just like kind of solidly closing in on her and she kind of like just really digs into the chest of her and kind of lights her up yeah as you see your own um blue and purple miasma hit her into her and dissipate her form and her shadow this time it isn't as dark or as gloomy as the form that she was using against you. And this bright purple light fills up this space. Um, for a brief second, you can just see a beautiful expanse of stars. And then you wake up in a cold sweat, right up in your bed, clutching the dagger in your hands so tightly your palms begin to bleed. You breathe. You finally realize that you were in a dream you don't know how real the dream was but you do remember that you fought something whatever hit points you were down they're gone whatever spells you used they're used you can have the potions oh oh okay and that is where we will call it for this week's episode of adventuring for dummies and we will see how gwen is feeling on the next one no, 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 thoughts, Ooh. feelings, emotions, how dare you, is, is, is the whole thing. <sighs> Whoops. Oh my god. Yeah, any last thoughts, feelings, emotions? I told you. I told you. what. The Anyone word. else with any thoughts, feelings, emotions? Oh, that was brilliant. I was reading a thing before, like, sometimes it says that sometimes your players' ideas are nearly as good as your own and they can just give you something sometimes and I think Shadow oh, yeah. is probably one of those, yeah. I mean it could be the dagger, who knows? Might have nothing to do with Shadow Gwen. It's the worry. <laughs>
we'll see you next time. What about whatever else happened in this episode? You got some more Melora information, some more Orc Island information. Got bitten by a ghost. Yeah, great. By a ghost. You have that. <laughs> sure did. Sure did. Say what you will to Gwen, but never to Ramsey. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah, thanks. This is your fault, too. You've all been like, oh, she's going to come and get you. She's going to come and get you. Uh, I'm, I'm I, sorry I, for contributing, but at the same time, it's like, what a what a nice like cap off to that. That is that was good build up. Accidentally, do we know it's capped off. Do we know? Who can say? We'll have to find uh, out next time, maybe, or maybe we won't find out at all ever. But that was fun. That was a great episode. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed myself. Anyways, all of your faces when I said roll initiative, I could just be like, oh. Bottle this and sell it. <laughs> so good. Right. That is it from us uh, this week for this episode of Adventuring for Dummies. I want to see you on the next episode. And thank you all for listening. And until next time, we'll see you then. Bye bye. Bye. Goodbye. Could be. Could be. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. Also, I said my thing wrong as well, but here we are. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Could be. I'm cutting out the second set. No, we're not doing that. No. We're keeping it in. We're keeping it in. It's I canon. say what we keep in. No. It's canon. <laughs>Hey, this is Dave of the Gwen Persuasion. Just to let you know, you can follow us on our socials by searching Adventuring for Dummies. And you can tweet at us at A4DPod or by using hashtag A4DPod on Twitter. That's the number four, not F-O-R. We would also love if you gave us a rating and review and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks for listening and see you guys next week.